We wanted to take a second to address the current state of our nation and society. Too many black men and women have lost their lives at the hands of the police in the oppressive system we live in. The recent murder of George Floyd is not a wake-up call. It's just the same damn alarm that's been ringing for black men and women for centuries. We stand in solidarity of the many who are fighting, protesting, and raising their voices on the front lines to end police murder and brutality and systemic oppression of black people. Black lives matter. It's impossible for us not to address this when talking about a league and entity that is made up of almost 70% of black men. Our job as white men is to shut up and listen to the black voices and to amplify them. You can do this by donating to the many amazing organizations fighting this fight day in and day out, including Black Lives Matter, Campaign Zero, and Freedom Funds based in your city. Our podcast is designed to bring some fun and joy for a sliver of your day. Stay safe. We love you all. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. Now he runs the opposite way. He runs at the 50. He runs at the 40. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Welcome to Debates on Tap Presents Football, the show. Why do you even ponder passing? I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. I mean, Sam Darnold needs five downs to get a first down. Bears season's going to end on a double doink. Baker Mayfield is better at throwing to the other team. Giants are coming off a worse week than Harvey Weinstein. With a Hail Mary. That's how we start it normally. We just sit back, we take a 10-step drop, and just pow. You know Mahomes said that Eli Manning's... You know, our our Lord and Savior Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes the second. Absolutely. I'm familiar. Said that he that Eli Manning's throw to not David Tyree, the other one, the sideline throw. Uh, yeah, in that in Super the Super Bowl game against the was Patriots, better than his throw to Tyreek, which I technically will agree I, with. I do agree with Tyreek was wide the fuck the open. The one, the one to t- David Tyree where he caught on his head that was, was great. great. But, it was but the, the that one guy. was it that, that one? Maybe I don't know who it was exactly. It was like another like random. It was guy their only not other NFL, Super Bowl. Yeah. But, but no, yeah, it was like a sideline throw that set them up for a late game that was phenomenal. Um, but yeah, that's super interesting. I didn't know that. This is our final preseason NFL show. Yes. In the works. Are we doing weekly, say, by the way? I'm know, asking you live I, on the air. I would like to. Okay. Maybe like on a Tuesday or Wednesday really shit where we talk about the... It's fine with me, man. I mean, I don't have shit to do. We could do it on Saturday. Yeah. What? Then, but then we wouldn't have Thursday. Yeah, no, I say we put it out Christ. earlier. We'll, t- we'll talk about logistics of that. Yeah. This is the final preseason NFL episode. This this episode um, is going to be our predictions of the division, of the conference, of eventual Super Bowl, as well as predictions of basic uh, defensive of the year, defensive player of the year, offensive player of the year, rookie of the year, things like that. And then we'll end it with a big power rankings up, uh, up, up thing. So kind of run through that. And you know us from Debates on Tap. You know us from Man Another Thing. I'm Brian. I'm Brendan. And you know, if you listen to the show, that you we we don't follow our normal shtick of drinking beer. No. Beer from We don't man. drink BLs and uh, other sh- beers that most people drink. Not for football. No. No way. We, we do drink those. <laughs> I don't know why they're... T- I don't know why... I've never understood why the delicious tasting spritzer drinks yeah. are tied to femininity. It's like men are... T- you're too good... Did I say it wrong? Uh, C- I think you had a little... C femininity? <laughs> it's a C femininity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's... 
I don't know why it's not manly to have taste buds. Well, you know what I mean? Partly because uh, beer, specifically Anheuser Busch, is sponsored. It sponsors the NFL. Yeah, but it's a big part of it. But even before that sponsorship, it was like, oh yeah, you're it's not mar- marketing. You gotta, you gotta, mm-hmm. you you can taste stuff. You come home from the factory, and what do you want to do? You want to have a beer. You want to have a beer, and I want to eat charcoal. Correct. Correct. So we don't do that here. No. So today uh, we're drinking Boulevard Smooth Fuzz, which is a peach sour L. It is so fucking good. It is a sour. It is a sour and it is peachy keen. So if you hear me making the sound with my eyes, that's because I just took a sip. It's you like, like wearing it a, a little, it's like wearing a little blanket. Like, you know, your com- think of your comfortable little blanket you put on. You I know? like it, but I. Yeah, no. This blanket needs to be in the, thrown in the washer. You know, this is uh, their limited release. Uh, uh, sour ale that I, I love. It's part of their uh, big bottle smokehouse. I don't. It's not a smokestack. I'm sorry, but uh, it's one of their big bottle beers that it feels like it's sticking to my teeth. Uh, I feel yeah. like I need to clean my teeth. They do. Uh, this is a. It's it's aged in Belgian style ales, so it uh, up to 36 months. That's Jesus. why it's limited limited release. Uh, this thing is. It's so not. Good. No, it's good. I like it. I love. Of but course, no, that, that's why it's like it hits. Like you, you. Every flavor is. Right there, the, you the know, sour, the ale, the peach—like it, it's good. And we're on a never-ending quest to be sponsored by Boulevard. I know because so. we love Boulevard. We love you so much. And if you <laughs> throw us a lifeline, you know the most consistent podcast in Kansas City. You're looking at it, baby. That's right. It's Just us. like the most consistent brewery in Kansas City, <laughs> pal. Um, so yeah. So today we're gonna kick shit off by talking about our predictions for the NFL. Uh, we're and gonna- remember, we're hoping it's gonna be a full season. Yes, this is again. We're releasing this on Thursday, the first. So this comes game. out Thursday. No, this comes out Saturday, this Sunday. Comes, this comes out Sunday on Thursday before Thursday. <laughs> on Thursday, the Chiefs and the Texans are kicking off day one, week one. Um, so, so we're kind of getting that. We're we're assuming that this is going to be a normal year, even though I nothing's going on. Nothing will be in history books. Nothing in is going to happen. I think. There's reasons why some of my picks are going to be kind of wonky, I think. And I'm going to have a lot of caveats and a lot of wild card things, I think, um, that are going to happen. Um, so, yeah. So, we're going to dive into it. We're going to start with, I think, they have seen North. Yes. And real quick, I wanted to say this is Cut Day. Yes. And we're recording this on Cut Day. Yes. And as of right now. So, our, our picks could be, could be a little could crazy. Change. Uh, but Everything I've read, I think everything is relatively yeah it's, the same. Nobody's so. going to cut the Bucks aren't going to cut Tom Brady. I think today. they. I just saw that. I think it they just went through. Um. So yeah. So AFC, AFC North. I have the Ravens winning that division. Same. Um. I do think. Um. That yes, they have all the pieces. I think Earl Thomas. They lost Earl Thomas, which is a big deal. I think. Um. Uh, yeah. On the field, sure. In the locker room. In the locker room, no, probably not. But. The guy they have backing up Earl Thomas, who's going to play his position, is not as good as Earl Thomas. So I think people forget how elite Earl Thomas was at that safety position, and that's going to be a big deal, I think. As well as, um, I definitely have the Steelers taking that wild card spot, if not, if not, taking the AFC North. Because people forget, okay, they had a top three defense last year. Their defense was phenomenal. Um, as well as their their offense was the worst in the NFL. Plain and simple. Oh, but Roethlisberger's But they back. didn't have a quarterback. They had Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges. Um, <laughs> Good old Duck. People forget that in this division, 
um, early on in the season, after they after the Ravens lost to the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, eventual Super Bowl winners, they went on to play Cleveland, uh, the Browns, and they lost 40-25. Yeah. They got blown out by Cleveland. Yeah. Then they, they eventually they, they won against Cleveland later on in the season. The next game or two, they the Steelers took them to overtime with Mason Rudolph. Yeah. People I think people kind of forget that in that yes, the Ravens are a good team, but the Ravens are a great team against bad teams. Which and they are a good fine team against other good fine teams. Which which game did Miles Garrett that was uh, before they played was, them again. Yeah, it was the first one. So they're um, yeah. so so yeah. So people for, Mason Rudolph. So people forget that in like week five, the Ravens and Steelers played. They went to overtime and the Ravens won the game with Mason Rudolph, who had just come on and like had only played like three games before that because Ben Roethlisberger got hurt earlier on. In like towards the end of the season when they played again, it was another close game. That Mason Rudolph was like playing and blah blah blah. Earl Thomas hit Mason Rudolph in the head and knocked him out of the game, and they had to put Duck Hodgins in in like the second quarter, and that's essentially what 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 made them lose the game. Down to your third string quarterback. That's what I'm saying. So I think this in this in the AFC North, we've detailed it many times in in our first episode of the NFL podcast, but I definitely think that that this is going to be a tougher division than what people think, because the Browns are going to be a lot better, hopefully. Uh, the Steelers just needed a, a an offense to compete, and even then, they still competed to an eight and eight season without a quarterback, which I think is crazy. Um, as well as the Ravens season with in, within their own uh, division is going to be tougher, and their schedule's tougher anyway. So, what's your full AFC North? So, my my full AFC North is I I believe yes, the Ravens are going to hold off and win the season or win the division, but I think the Steelers are going to take that wild card spot. So that that's kind of what I'm predicting. So I have I have flip flopped. So the Ravens are going to win, but I have the Browns in that second spot. Yeah, and then the Steelers, and then I again I I would not be and the Bengals totally shocked. Bengals are not Bengals. Bengals. I I like the Bengals. I like Joe Burrow a lot, but it's going to take a year or two for him to get into the swing of things, especially with how this offseason started. I I I think real fast uh, with how the offseason is and how like a lot of new players are going to different teams and things like that. Uh, this season is going to benefit veteran teams a lot in teams that have already played together a lot. So that's why I'm leaning more towards uh, the the Ravens than I am the Steelers by just a, just a hair. Yeah. Do you want to go directional or do you want to stay in the conference? I say we stay. I say we stay and we go AFC North, NFC North. Now these are See things that. that we should have discussed off air, of I course, we but have. we want to allow the listener to come into <laughs> our our uh, our world. You I know? say we kind of do how we did the podcast. So That's perfect. I, I have NFC North next. I I'm going to give you my full four. Yeah, go nuts. NFC North is going to be won by the Packers, yep. followed by the Vikings, mm-hmm. and then. This is going to be a surprise. Then the Bears and then the Lions. I think it's going to shake out a, a lot like it did last season. I too have the Packers winning the North. I have the Vikings also coming in second place. Whether or not they get the wild card, I don't know. I think they have a lot of questions on the defense side of the ball. I don't know. Um, the Lions, way too many questions. As well as the Bears, they still they they said Trubisky is likely going to be the quarterback, but. Who Come on. truly knows what's going to happen? Give it week one. Um, I think they're going to give it a week or two. I think the Bears are still working a lot of shit out. They still have a great defense, sure. That's going to keep them close, but they still don't have the, the offense to do it. 
as well as the the lines are their opposite way. They have a lot of offensive talent if Matt Stafford can stay healthy. And again, we've talked about many times Matt Stafford is a fine quarterback, but they I do, their defense inside the ball really really worries me. So I think it's going to shake out for sure. The Packers are going to win. I mean, I I think you break down in a lot of divisions who's the quarterback, and I, I would take Rodgers over anyone in that division. Absolutely, I'm, he's the main reason they went. 13 and three last season. So, yeah. well, they needed yep. two prayers from Rogers Correct. to Correct. beat a Kansas city team with Matt Moore. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. So, so I, I don't have much else to say about the, the North there. Well, then we're going to the AFC East, AFC East. You want to give me your four? I think AFC East, the winner is going to be the Buffalo bills. Um, I like their defense quite a bit. I think adding Stefan Diggs with Josh Allen is going to be, Ooh, it's really going to be fun. great. He's on my fantasy. Uh, Stefan Diggs. I don't blame you. Um, I think, Josh Allen, he's a great quarterback. Um, he's a young quarterback with a giant arm. Um, took them to the wild card game against Houston, and they lost to Deshaun Watson, which is is fine. <laughs> it's totally understandable. Yeah. But they took him to overtime. Let's not forget that. Right. We were um, there for that. Well, not there. We were at. We were, were at watching the game, which that. was bananas. Um, but I think I definitely think Buffalo is going to um, take that first spot. Um, New England, I think, is going to take the second spot because I think. Despite I don't I do not foresee them winning the division at all because they have they've had too many uh, uh, defensive players leave and opt out and I think having Cam Newton as much as I love Cam Newton I think him coming into a new system is going to be a little bit of a training wheels type thing yeah so it's going to take a little bit for that to happen um, and then at the bottom it's going to be likely the Dolphins because I like I like the Dolphins a little bit more than I like the Jets um, the Jets are just too. Ship all over the two, place. Sh- two out of all over the place. So, in my opinion, I think it's going to be basically Bills winning it, Patriots fighting for that second spot, maybe the second wild card or so, um, and then you have Dolphins and then Jets. I uh, I have the exact same rankings, so we won't spend too much time on that. I think the Bills are going to overtake the Pats, and I think the Pats are going to have a. Uh, uh, I think they're going to take that first wild card yep. with Cam, or actually, I think they're going to take the second wild card. I'll say that now mm-hmm. uh, with Cam. Uh yeah. Other other than that, it's the same. So that brings us to the NFC East. NFC East, I have Philly winning the division. That's interesting. Um, because to me and to other football fans, uh, because I think people forget last season they won the division. Yeah. with the most hurt lineup in the league. Truth. Um, Carson Wentz in the last four games of the season threw like a thousand yards and so many touchdowns and zero interceptions. Had a great pass rating. With like backups, with guys who were just put some stick them on their hands and get them out there. Like yeah. we have to have guys out there. They took they went to the playoffs with that lineup. Yeah. Um, their defense is always going to be. They're always field a solid defense. I think if Carson Wentz stays healthy and most of their offensive weapons stay healthy, they'll be okay. Um, I I really do like the Cowboys at number two in that division because I mean their defense is going to get better um, already just on paper. Um, I really like uh, CD Lamb going to them a lot, and they already have Amari Cooper and uh, their number two guy. Um, they have a really they have a great offense weapons. You can't can count out Dak Prescott by any means, but I still think I I think you look at last season and what Philly did with nothing, and they took over that spot with the Cowboys. I I, I think they're going to take the number one spot, um, as well as falling up. I think the Giants are going to take the number. Uh, three spot just because I like Daniel Jones a little bit more than Dwayne Haskins and the whole Washington football team. They're just kind of a 
crazy thing. Yeah. Other than their lone bright spot of Chase Young. So yeah. I think uh, Washington's going to come in at the lowest spot. I have, we don't have, we don't share any picks in this one. So I have the Cowboys winning. I think their stats are finally going to back up their record. I would not be surprised at all. Uh, and then I have the Eagles, of course. And then I have the Washington football team flipped with the Giants. Over the Giants, over really? The Giants, I think, I think with Dwayne Haskins being able to start a full season. That's uh, true. Yeah, he didn't start the whole season. With season. Chase Young, mm-hmm. that phenom. On defense, I think they're going to sure. carry him to third place. It's not going to be by big margin, but that's going to no. be it. I, I, at the bottom of that, I think Philly and Dallas are going to be the ones who really battle it out for the top. For sure. And then I think New York and Washington are just so just <laughs> – they're going to be low-win teams anyway. Yeah. Um, they've got a year or two to figure it out, I think. And, and it's going to be a next year or the year after that, that, that division gets really, I think, really good. Yeah, a lot of fun. So yeah. that, that takes us to AFC South. Uh, I have the Texans winning this one, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah. This is where I have my first wild card. I think the Colts are going to secure the first wild card yeah. uh, for this conference. And then for me, it's the Titans and Jags. I don't yeah. think the Titans are making the playoffs again. Sure. Uh, I think the Colts are going to take that from them uh, this year. Uh, and then the fucking it's the Jags. They have a shitload of picks next year, mm-hmm. and they might be good in three years. Yes, but this year, but they've had no. a fire sale, so I totally agree that they're going to be at the bottom of that division. I yeah, at this point with what they've done at the Jag at, in Jacksonville, they might be they might not win any games. Yeah, I would not be surprised if Jacksonville did not win any games at all. Um, I actually have in the AFC South uh, the Colts winning the division. What the hell are you? What is that beer? I how much have you had? Uh, a couple sips. I love their defense, especially adding DeForest Buckner. That's a huge deal to their defense. Their defense is already fine last season, but adding DeForest Buckner, I think, is going to be a big deal. Um, I know I tend to like Phil, uh, oh, Laserface Phillip Rivers a little bit more than Bry Guy does. Ah, uh, yes. I think putting him behind a really good offensive line will, will make him shine a little bit more. He does not have the weapons of Keenan Allen and a lot of those guys. Mike Williams. Mike Williams. He does not have those guys coming forward. Could you name a Jags receiver right now? Or a, a Colts receiver? Uh, T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton, the guy who gets hurt all the time. T.Y. Hilton is always hurt all the time. <laughs> T.Y. Hilton is not like the way Keenan Allen and Mike Williams work is they're big, tall receivers who are strong at the catch and good at routes and good at routes. T.Y. Hilton is a burner. He, yeah. he relies on beating you at the line of scrimmage and just getting open. And I think that's not really going to mesh well with what Philip Rivers does. But I, 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 with everything that has happened in Houston and with the, I think the Titans are going to regress a lot. I think the Colts are going to take that first spot. I, I, I do not want to discount. This is a new thing, um, because I believe in Deshaun Watson. I love Deshaun Watson, but I do not love Bill O'Brien and what he's doing to the Texans. He's dismantling. Them. He is. Um, I in my second place spot. I do have the the Texans. I would hope. Yeah. Um, just because of Deshaun Watson, I hate. The Texans' defense, because it was bad last year, is even worse this year. If you had J.J. Watt and Jadavian Clowney at one point, and you couldn't yes. make... and you didn't feel to really solid defense at bad, but all they really have is J.J. Watt and a couple other guys, and their defense is broken. It's yeah. bad. Yeah. Um, they also trade away DeAndre Hopkins. I don't like that at all. Um, the main reason I have the Texans over the Titans, and, and if this was... If I did, hadn't read this stat that I'm about to say, I probably would have put the Titans, or I think originally I had the Titans over the Texans. Last wow. Se- last season in the 2020 or 2019-20 season, the Titans' red zone efficiency was something close to 80%. So that was Derrick Henry, man. 
the next closest team was something like 50%. Wow. So I think just by stats alone, there's no way they're going to be that efficient in the red zone again. Like they're like they're keeping a lot of the same, like the Titans look a, pretty much the same essentially. Um, I do not think they're going to, they're going to compete. They're going to play that well in the red zone this year. And that alone, along with their luck, I, I don't, I don't, there's no way that team on paper is going to be better than Deshaun Watson, the Texans, as well as the, the Colts. Yeah. Um, so I have, uh, yeah, I have the Titans there, the third spot. Um, then I have the Jags who are just going to be a shit show. Yeah, so, it's going to be fun. It's yeah. going to be fun to watch so fire I, burn. But, but I would not be surprised if the Texans competed for that wild card. So, so what about the NFC South? What NFC South, I for sure have the Saints. Okay. Um, I think everything the Saints are doing, despite today, I, th- I don't think we've heard any news about Kamara, but Alvin Kamara, but everything the Saints are doing are locking them in for this is Drew Brees' last year yeah. playing for this team. We're all in. Yeah. And they've they fielded great teams. They made the playoffs three years in a row. I think they've won the division three years in a row. Um, they're in my mind, there's nothing on paper that that beats the Saints right the second in the South. Um in my second spot, I do have the Bucks. Okay. Um, because um I I think people are putting too many eggs in a basket with the Bucks are gonna be like a a crazy great team and things like that. Them Super Bowl contenders, Brendan. Right. But they had a great defense last year. Yeah. They're going to have a good, a, a good to great defense this year. Yeah. I think people are forgetting that with the truncated off season, the weird off season that I um, look at, for example, I'm going to compare them to the chiefs defense last year. Um, the chiefs brought in a lot of new big players, Frank Clark, Tyron Matthew, a lot of rookies played on the, on the team, things like that. A lot of shuffling, new, a lot new of shuffling, DC. a new defensive coordinator. Um, they brought in those veterans that DC and it kind of took roughly half the season or more to really get the defense on the same page before it clicked. And the defense went, ah, now we're going to start giving up only 11 points a game. And now we're going to be a lockdown good defense. Yeah. I think it's something similar in Tampa Bay. Um, yeah, sure. You look on paper and you're like, oh yeah. Um, uh, Godwin and Evans, like those guys are great and phenomenal. But Tom Brady wasn't the same last year. I like, I still like Tom Brady. I think the main problem in, in uh, the Patriots last year was they didn't have a number one, a true big receiver last year at the Patriots. That's what was a big problem with Tom. But again, you put Tom into a new situation, a new system. And it's kind of be, it's gonna be wonky. Um, you added like Lash- his throws. You added Lashawn McCoy and Leonard Fournette, who are both haven't really. Leonard Fournette was good in Jacksonville. But a new system, a new like getting used to everything. Lashawn McCoy, who I think it, I loved him on the Chiefs last year, but he didn't play that well. Yeah. Uh, you have Gronk, who hasn't played a full healthy season since 2011. He's uh, he's professionally that, wrestled uh, more recently than I, he's played football. I do not factor in that the the Bucks are going to be. Tr- I. I I think in our over under, I predicted them closer to like eight and eight. I truly think that in this division, playing like the Saints and things like that, and the Falcons, who are up and down, up and down team, and I think the Falcons limping to second. The Falcons showed um, at the end of the season they won like five in a row or something like that because of coaching. Their coaching staff finally got around. The guys in the locker room finally went, "Oh yeah, like we we need to like coalesce and get around the coaching staff." I think the Falcons are in number three. 
And then uh, limping at the end is uh, the Panthers. Is the Panthers. Okay. I like Teddy Bridgewater. I like C-Mac. But they did not show me enough at their offensive line position. And they had, excuse me, Keekly leave. Uh, defensively, they, they added some pieces, but nothing that I think is going to be truly competitive. I have sort of the same. I got the Saints and then the Bucks and then but I have the Panthers and Falcons. Interesting. Flipped, so I, I think the Falcons are gonna be a little bit better than people think, but I still think it's gonna be the Saints Bucks show. For sure. So I I am very excited to see because the Saints and Bucks play each other first game of the season ooh, on Sunday. That will be fun. So I'm very excited to see how that's gonna play out. I predict that the Saints are just gonna come out and just roll Roasting. over them. But yeah. I, I I truly think as the season as the season picks up. By the time the Chiefs play the Tampa Bay at the end of, towards the end of the season, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to be a little bit more competitive. But it's going to take a little bit to like get yeah, together yeah, to roll in. That again, they have a good, a really good defense, so I'm I'm excited for that. So let's take it to the NFC West. NFC West, go ahead. Uh, I, I think the Seahawks are taking it from the 49ers this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the 49ers are going to find they, themselves. Uh, let's uh, let's remember that Seahawks were a literal less half yard away from yes. winning that division at the end of the season. Yes. Uh, and I think they clinch it this time. I think the 49ers are, are going to take a, a wild card spot. And then I have the Cardinals over the Rams. Uh, this is kind of tricky going in mm-hmm. my power rankings because I wanted right. to rank the, the cards above the 49ers. But then when I looked at their division, sure. I was just like, I don't think they have enough pieces yet. Right. But I think they're, I could be wrong, but I think they're, they're very close to winning uh, a second spot and, and, a, and a wild card berth. Right. Uh, with the rest of the NFC, honestly, if it wasn't for the Eagles, I would say that they might have a chance. At the, uh, there might be two wild cards from the West, but uh, Seahawks, 49ers, Cards, Rams. That's my that's my NFC West. I like that. I, I also have the Seahawks winning the division. Um, I love Jamal Adams at that at the safety position on the yeah. defense because yeah. that was a huge deal for them. Um, they were bad against the pass last year, and also they're pretty bad against. They're worse against the run, but. Um, I think they uh, added a piece or two in the front seven that will help them a lot. But I think Jamal Adams will be a phenomenal. He, he reminds me so much of uh, a stronger Tyron Matthew, which if you think about that, that's insane. That's insane. I think Jamal Adams is going to change our defense for the better. Um, I will never, ever, ever count out Russell Wilson because I think Russell Wilson behind Patrick uh, Mahomes II is the best quarterback, the second best quarterback in the league. Same. I love Russell Wilson so much. Um, I have also have the Seahawks winning the division. Number two, I have the Cardinals. Um, wow. I have the Cardinals. I think I struggled with it. You, I, you took it. I know I, I'm going to, I'm going to say it because the Cardinals were very competitive last year besides, besides having a pretty bad defense and an offense that w- again, new coach, new offensive coordinator and a n- brand new, uh, uh, quarterback. Now you have Julio Jones, uh, uh, Julio DeAndre Hopkins. Ja- DeAndre Hopkins. If they had Julio Jones and DeAndre I'm, Hopkins, Christ. <laughs> you have Larry Fitzgerald and you have DeAndre Hopkins. Larry Fitzgerald in the past year or two has played more of a tight end position, like in the slot slash like. Which he's in the top five tight ends. He's end, still so like, very strong and very. And they still scored a shitload of points. Uh, Kyler Murray looked really good. He took a lot of unnecessary sacks because their their offensive line was that. very bad. Once he grows a little bit, I think he'll grow a little bit. The offensive line is is better this season. They they added DeAndre Hopkins, which which I think is going to make them better. Um, I think they've added enough to be competitive in that division and take the second place, uh, maybe a wild card. Um, I think in third place is going to be the 49ers. I think the 49ers are going to be closer to a 500 team the more I read about it. 
because I think losing DeForest Buckner was a bigger deal than people think. Maybe. Um, because DeForest Buckner was a giant force in the interior and drew a lot of double teams, which let the other guys on the other side of him uh, create a lot of one-on-one matchups and a lot of free space. Um, on the other side of the ball, offensively, they lost a lot. Like, I was surprised running back, wide receiver. Like, at a position, they lost a spot. Uh, one of their offensive linemen, veteran linemen, retired. Um, I think it's going to be a, a very tough year for the 49ers. And that's why I have them closer to 500 in, in the third spot. The Rams, I think, didn't impress me at all with anything they no, did no. in the offseason. So I have them in the fourth spot. Um, but but yeah, so I, I definitely have the Seahawks winning that winning that division. So let's bring it to the AFC West. So give me your four. I your your bottom. Four. I think your the Raiders place. are going to be number one. <laughs> no, no I'm kidding. Uh, no, for sure the Chiefs are going to be number one. Nothing has shown me. Um, again, we talk about that veteran presence, that keeping the band together. They're returning twenty of twenty two starters on offensive defense, which is. I think going to be a bigger deal than people think. Um, they they didn't add too many pieces. They added Clyde Edwards-Hilaire as a running back, Woo. who's likely going to be a running back number one the more I read about it. He's my first fantasy And player. I think he's going to be a big deal in this offense. Who we, I think Chiefs are cemented as number one. Chiefs are cemented. So I, we could talk for a long time. Um, I think number two is going to be the Broncos. Wow. Okay, we're um, the same so far. I, I, like, I like Drew Locke. Um, I he's like fine. I like Jerry Judy coming into that system a lot. Yeah. Um, their offensive line is terrible. Their defense, I think, is going to be okay. But again, I mean, can't stop Mahomes, baby. You can't stop Mahomes. So uh, number three, I have the Raiders. Bro, we have the same fucking picks. I know, I know. Look at us. I have the Raiders because I think if you look at again, I look at quarterbacks. I think Patrick Mahomes is at the top. Um, I think Drew Locke's second. Uh, Carr is next. Even though I'm, the way things are going, I think Carr is not going to play all of the season. But I will say that. You can thank Gruden for that. And then I think I, I had the Chargers higher, and then Derwin James got injured. Yep. Um, they officially announced Tyrod Taylor, who we both like, I think, but I, I don't think he's the right fit for that system at all. Sure. Um, all those things happen that I think I'm going to bump down the Chargers to number four, even though everyone thinks the Chargers are going to make a play for the Super Bowl. They always do. I, I, I don't think that's going to happen. They have a really good front line with uh, the uh, Bosa, Bosa, right? And then Mel, yeah. Melvin Ingram. Yep. Uh, they have go- those guys. I think they're really great as edge rushers, but I mean, and they, they play the Chiefs. They have a really good defensive system that they play the Chiefs very well against, but I still think Mahomes is going to torch them. You you put Mahomes and Tyrod Taylor against each other. Come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I have, I, have Mahomes, I have the Chiefs taking number one spot. Interesting. And maybe the Broncos taking the other wild card spot in the AFC. I, I don't know. No, 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 no. Don't say that. It's going to be, it's going to be the Colts and then it's going to be either the Pats, Browns or Steelers. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, so that brings us to, let's go ahead and get our awards out of the way. Uh, I, I say we do playoffs. Totally. Like let's do who's going to win AFC, NFC and Super Bowl. Yep. Whoops. I have that written down here. So, <laughs> so let's for example, me, yes. just yep. AFC champs, I think are going to be the Chiefs. Yep. NFC champs, I think, are going to be the Saints. And then I think so you think it's going to be a Chiefs-Saints Super Bowl? In the Chiefs-Saints Super Bowl, and then I think this, the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. Oh, that's way easier than I thought. Mm-hmm. I thought we were no, going to do... I, I think if we go through all of it, it's going to be crazy now. I am very close to you, but I think it's going to be the 
Seahawks Chiefs Super Bowl. Andrew, that'd, be, that'd be a good one. I, guess, I think that the Seahawks and Saints are going to play in the NFC Championship. If this, if that's the NFC Championship, I want us to watch that together because oh, that's going to be a hell of a game. We will. <laughs> and yeah, I don't know why I said I want us to. Of we, course, we, we will. will be. <laughs> uh, I think the Seahawks are going to edge it out and they're going to lose in the Super Bowl to the Chiefs. Yep. I I I I'm predicting that um, in the playoffs that that again I I do think. The Ravens are going to be a good team this year, but I think um, with everything else going on in the division, that eventually, I, I think in the AFC, it's going to be closer to like uh, Chiefs and Buffalo, something like that. I think it's Chiefs, Chiefs and, Bills. and Bills, something like that. Um, and then, yeah, Saints and like the and the Seahawks, I like a lot. That'd be fun. But I, I do think it's going to be Chiefs, Saints, Super Bowl, Chiefs winning. So by, the Chiefs are winning the Super Bowl. By, yeah. By they, 50. You know, well, they won, <laughs> they won every playoff game by... Over a touchdown, so yeah, yeah. by at least I think ten points or something like that. Yeah. So, so that brings us to the awards. So let's go to awards. Yeah, let's do. Uh, you want to do rookie of the year first? Yeah. Offense, I, is there offensive defense? No, I think it's just rookie. Just rookie of the year. Go ahead. I have Chase Young. I think he's going to not only meet but exceed the expectations people have laid on him as the best defensive player in this draft. I think he's also going to be a top ten defensive player, just period. Yeah. And he's going to secure rookie of the year. I. Literally flipped a coin, <laughs> yeah. And I picked C- Clyde Edwards Alaire. I think he's going to be Rookie of the Year. He's got the pieces around. him. I think he's got the pieces around him. I think he is l- perfect for the running game the Chiefs are going to run, as well as he's a great pass catcher. I think it's going to be such a great fit that, that it's going to be great. Now this is hold on. Chase Young is I, he he's was great. My yes, he was my course. tells part of this. So I don't this podcast is not about disparaging, but I need you to watch me sip my beer. And just think back on the time when we drafted <laughs> Clyde and you texted listen, me. No, no, listen. just watch me drink. Mm-hmm. You can vamp. You can yeah. vampire. Because Bright Guy is, is totally right. He's sipping his tea, his his uh, his uh, pinky fingers up. Mm. Because I, I was convinced that with who, everyone that was on the board, I was like, there's no way. And again, this is before we, we signed Sammy to an extra de- longer-term deal. This is the, before COVID. There's a lot of... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Before COVID got really bad. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, and we hadn't signed Chris Jones to a deal. We didn't have Mahomes to a deal. Like, there's so many pieces that I was just like, I don't know what this is going to look like. Um, I am not a fan of. I don't want to say this. I am a fan. <laughs> I think running backs are valued and good. Yes, but I do not think truly in this day and age of football with Patrick Mahomes, uh, Russell Wilson, Drew Brees, uh, Deshaun Watson, uh, Rodgers. Like in this day and age, even Lamar Jackson, in, even Lamar Jackson, back. in this day and age, running back is a position that you can just add and drop. Yep. And that's why I think the Titans are going to be doing a little bit worse than Derrick Henry. But as soon as the Chiefs drafted Clyde Edwards Delaire, I was like, I was so shocked. I was blown away that this was such a boneheaded decision. I didn't understand it. And then I realized more of like, you watch Clyde Edwards Delaire's LSU senior tape. Dude. And Jesus Christ. Bro. This kid dude. is small, compact, runs the ball extremely well, despite broken like offensive line play, bad running assignments. This CEH is phenomenal with that. He is really, really great at catching the ball out of the backfield. And I think Reed and Veach saw that and went, This is our like Give can Mahomes you imagine all the weapons? Can you imagine? You have Travis Kelsey, whoever the fuck 
tight end number two is, which is going to be Kaiser or Ricky Seals Jones. You have Tyree Kill. You have uh, Sammy Watkins. You have probably probably McCole Hartman or D Rob. And then you have Ceh. The defense is going to look at that and go, "No, I don't know what to do right yes, now." Yes, because I, I, the more I look at it, the more I think Ceh is going to be a phenomenal fucking. He's going to be great, and that's why I think I pick him as rookie of the year. And that's why I picked him with my first pick of the draft. There you go. Uh, let's go defensive player of the year. Yep, this is fun for me. I, there is a lot of like variables on this. I think with just how things are shaking out, I, I'm picking Aaron Donald. Interesting. Um, Aaron Donald. A solid pick. I mean, duh. At, Aaron know. Donald won it two years in a row, was in the running last year before uh, Stephen Gil- Stephon Gilmore from the Patriots won it. Um, I'm picking again. I think it's Aaron Donald. Like, have you seen Hard Knocks? Dude. The dude looks amazing. He's a monster. Like, I think he's going to just crush it again this year, and I, I, I'm, I have him a pick at Defensive Player of the Year. I have uh, – this, this is sort of a comeback, but he's not really a comeback because mm-hmm. he's always been steady, but I think he's going to – he is going to take it personal and pick up the slack for the rest of his offense, and sure. I think Khalil Mack is going oh, to man. come back. I could see that. I could see that. As the, as the Defensive Player of the Year, I think he's, he's going to have a stellar season. Because he's been fine on that defense, and I think this is the year that – I could see that. I like it a lot. It'd be fun. Uh, offensive player of the year? I have my offensive player of the year and my NFL MVP are the same. Also the same for me. Russell Wilson. Not the same for me. Because I think this is the year with Jamal Adams in their defense that finally people are going to go, oh, it's Russ. Particularly the coaches. Oh, fucking Russ. Are going to go, it's Russ. Yeah. And Russ can win us games. Again, they were in the last game of the season and we're a ha- like less than a half yard away from winning that game because of who else? Russell Wilson. He was a contender last year for both these positions. I think this year, with the way the NFC is going to shake out, I think he is primed to take the, the, the NFL MVP and Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, this is not a political podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if you couldn't tell. Uh, and people will be quick to discount this fact that I'm about to tell you, right. but uh, w- because of all the other supporting cast that the NFL has, mm-hmm. uh, but for the length of time that Russell Wilson has been in the NFL and for all the production he's had, right. I'll say he has less ac- accolades than he should because he's black. He, he for some reason, probably because he's black and Seattle, <laughs> which is not known for having that many black people. Yeah. He is very underrated yes. and I don't understand why the motherfucker won a Super Bowl. Every year, you could probably pinpoint, why did they make it to the playoffs? Why did they do so well? You could trace it back to him. It's fucking Russell Wilson. Yep. Why did they do so well last season with facing off in their division with one of the best defenses in the league because of Russell Wilson. Yeah. So, uh, again, not a political podcast, but uh, maybe check yourself in the mirror whenever you yep. say Russell Wilson isn't good. Yep. Uh, I have the same offensive player of the year and MVP are going to be Patrick Mahomes. I think he's going to, I think it's going to be one of those seasons where not only, uh, again, he does have a lot of weapons. That's you never discount that, but I think it's going to be one of those years that's everything's going to fall into place and he's going to come back and discount all of the people who wrote him off before the playoffs last year. If you look at this season, there is a path for the Chiefs to go undefeated there to the playoffs. Absolutely is. And I think uh, even if they don't, I think he's going to have one of the best seasons on record. It's going to be back to his uh sophomore season whenever he started his first Correct. starting season. Correct. And I think people, you know, they call it a fluke and then last year he quote unquote didn't do as well, <laughs> right? Before the playoffs, and they still they uh went one Super Bowl. One Super Bowl, which is crazy. 
Um, because well, again, like I, I read this breakdown a lot and someone summed this up very well in that, you know, you could like all these variables in the Texans game. A lot of things went wrong. We were down 21, 24 to nothing. And then guess what happened? Mahomes happened. Yeah. And we came back and won by 30 points, basically. Yeah. In the Titans game, it was like closer to like 10 to nothing before we really picked it up. But again, what happened? Mahomes happened. And we ended up winning by double digits. Yeah. What happened in the Super Bowl? We came up against one of the best front sevens in the league, arguably. And then Mahomes called the play. And then in they the, the best defense, arguably, in the league, the best, best front seven in the league, played their best for three quarters. Yep. And it still wasn't enough. Yep. And guess what happened? Mahomes and the Chiefs won by double digits. So I like, think <laughs> I think it's gonna happen again. People are gonna are gonna say, Oh yeah, he yeah, because last year they were like, Well, he's not playing yeah, they're right, making the right. playoffs, but he's not playing as well as he was. He's gonna come out this right. year if we have a full season, and he's gonna show everybody fucking why he's the Michael Jordan. Of, I, no, no, no. He's going to show everyone why Michael Jordan is the <laughs> Patrick Mahomes of football. I 100% believe that if you look at the Chiefs season, I mean, the opening against the Texans, which I think is going to be a blowout. Be I would, fun. I would not. I do not predict we're going to lose this game. You look, their first hard game is against the Ravens in Baltimore, which might be tough. But again, I think we've beaten Baltimore the past two years with Lamar Jackson, nothing has happened this season with, that would let me like think quarterback versus quarterback. It's still being Mahomes. They play the Patriots, who are not going to be as good. They play the Raiders. They play the Bills, who I think is going to be a fun game, but I still think it could be a playoff match. Pound matchup. to pound, I think it's still going to be the Chiefs who are going to win that game. Broncos, Jets, uh, Panthers, Raiders, Bucks. Again, they play the Bucks at the end of November. And I think that's going to be a really fun game to see how it like kicks up and gets going. But I think, again, pound for pound, what happened last year when we played the Patriots? We Bam. F- fucking smoked them. I think the hardest game we're going to play next year is going to be against the Saints in December. Yeah. We play the Saints in New Orleans Which December 20th. We don't have to deal with weather. We don't That's have to deal nice. with weather. It's in a dome. But I still think, again, Drew Brees is a great quarterback. One of the best. But in the past few years, as the season wears on, he, he kind of start, starts falling off a little bit. Yeah. And Vertically. I think <laughs> yeah, he's a short guy. But I think the hardest game we're going to play next year is against, is against the Saints. And that could be your Super Bowl matchup. And that could be my Super Bowl matchup. But, but again, I think there is a path in this, in this league with how Patrick Mahomes plays and things like that, that for sure, there is a path for there, them to go undefeated. Is. Let's, real quick. We didn't discuss this, so if you don't have it, yep. it's it's fine. But I have a comeback player of the year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have Cam Newton. I was going to say, because originally for me, it was going to be Alex Smith. Yep. But I don't. Alec, they've already announced Dwayne Haskins is yep. going to start, which, fine. Um, but mine, 100%, is also Cam Newton. Yeah. Or Teddy. Well, no, Teddy Richard played a little bit last year. But it, it would likely be Cam Newton. Yeah. So uh, before we get into our final uh, piece, the power rankings, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to hear a word from our sponsor, HopeClothingKC.com. By the way, they don't mention it on this promo, but... uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah, that happens on this week. It happens, yeah, this week. So from Thursday, September 10th, till Monday, till the end of Monday, September 14th, you can save 50% on all your orders. No promo code necessary. You don't need it. Just go nuts. You can use Debate 10. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, for additional savings, but all their product is going to be 50% off. So 
It's back to school time. Get your get, get your college kids some shirts. I don't have any smalls, so so you won't get your child a uh, shirt that fits. But uh, you know, get 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 some presents for your back to school kids, or or treat your parents for paying for your college and get them a shirt. Uh, HopeCodingKC.com, fifty percent off. So quick ad, and then we're back. Hey Brian, do you remember what happened in February? Oh yeah, you and Molly got engaged. What? No, that was literally a year ago, last May. Dude, did you make shirts to commemorate what happened? Oh, yes. The shirts I made for that event that I remember. You know, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl? Oh, yes. You mean the red and yellow shirts supporting Greenworks KC. (laughs) How could I forget? Okay, are we done with this bit? We definitely are. Use promo code DEBATE10 at HopeClothingKC.com for any purchase, including the red and yellow limited run Super Bowl t-shirts. All purchases benefit local Kansas City charities, Rose Brooks and Greenworks KC. Again, that's HopeClothingKC.com, promo code DEBATE10. Go fuck yourself, Las Vegas. Thank you for joining us again. Here we are after that quick break from our sponsor, HopeClothingKC.com again. 50% 50% off from the 10th to the 14th of September, 2020. Any order. You don't need a code. You can use debate 10 for extra savings. Uh, and remember, if you're a Chiefs fan, there are Chiefs color shirts. Uh, so go check them out. But now Brendan and I, from Debates on Tap fame, are about to do our power rankings for the season, correct? We, we sure are. We're starting from the bottom. Now we're here. Now we're here. I think we spoiled a little bit with giving our Super Bowl champion matchups, but that's okay because you don't know, you don't know where they land. Maybe the Chiefs were favored number two, and there's an NFC team favored. You don't know. You don't know. That's right. And, and I think what we've decided to do is uh, go start from again. We're starting from the bottom. We're starting at 32. But now we're here. We're going to go like four teams and we're going to kind of talk about it a little bit and then kind of get until we get to like 12 or so. I think that's whenever like the that's big when matters. That's when the big shit happens. Um, until we get to then, that's whenever we're going to kind of start really kind of think diving into what we think. And and yeah, so we're going to kind of go from there. All right. So but, give me your 32 through 29. All right. So 32, I have the Jags. Okay. Because. Oh, you have the Jags. Is that what you said? Yeah. Or you say Jets. Jags. That's different than what we talked about the other day. I changed a little bit. Interesting. Especially since they got rid of Leonard Fournette. Uh-huh. So Jags, then Washington, then the Bengals, and then the Jets. It's my bottom four teams. Okay. okay. Because all these teams, Washington's still figuring it out. The Bengals, I like Joe Burrow a lot, but it's going to take a year or two. Jets are just the Jets. <laughs> uh, and then Jags are, again, fire sale. I would be surprised if they won a game this year. A quick disclaimer, uh, I'll say with no shame that you know more about the NFL than I do as a whole. Me? Yeah. Uh, You're talking to the audience. No, I'm talking about you. You do great research every every week that we've done these division things. Your research has been phenomenal. You you tell tell all of us are good stats, things that I don't know. So mine might be, you know, take it with a grain of salt. But we have two two of the same team in the the bottom four. And I think... Power rankings are tough. They're tough. Especially as you get past like 10, 15. It yeah. gets really weird. I have the Jags in last place. Nice. So we're the same there. Then I have the Jets uh, following up. So yeah. the double J's. But then I have the Falcons. I don't. I think they're going to get worse. Whoa. I don't think they're going to get better. Whoa. <laughs> and then I have the Giants down uh, at 29. Okay. That's so. fine. I have them at... 
28. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that makes sense. I'll um, go ahead and give my next four. I, I, I'm very surprised at your uh, Falcons pick because yeah, I, I think, again, with how they did at the end of the season and going into uh, with Matt Ryan and Julio Jones and things like that, I... I would be very surprised if they did as bad as some of like the Jets and the Jags. And I just think they're going to be playing catch up. They're going to yeah. have great offensive stats. Their defense is just going to suck. It's so bad. so yeah, I agree. I, I I can see that. I can accept that. Twenty eight through twenty five. Mm-hmm. I have the Bengals. So uh, you're right there mm-hmm. with that that kind of thing. Then I have the Chargers because I don't trust them at all. Then I have oh yeah yeah both both LA teams actually are back to back. So I have the Chargers and then the Rams. Wow. Okay. And then I have our boy Stafford. You know our, how much our uh, <laughs> local Detroit sure. Twitter verse sure, loves sure, sure, us. Sure, sure. So they're at twenty five. Okay. At twenty eight, I have the Giants. Twenty seven, I have the Dolphins. Uh, twenty six, I have the Bears. Whoa. And at twenty five, I have. The Detroit Lions. Hey! hey. Uh, yeah, so I think, much like we talked about, I think the Dolphins are still figuring a lot of shit out. Uh, I don't think they're going to start two at all. I think they're waiting on him for a year or so until they get ready. But I, I think that team's going to be fine. But again, they're going to be still pretty bad. Uh, Giants are still at the very bottom of that NFC division over there. Uh, Daniel Jones I like a lot, but I don't think they have a lot of pieces to help him out a lot. Right. Um, Bears... They got Khalil Mack. Are going to be the Bears. And then the Lions, I think that other than Matt Stafford, that's really all that team has. Yeah. I'm going to be totally honest with you. So I, I, I can accept that. The The big thing I think we have is you have the Rams really low. I have the Rams a little bit higher. So Fuck the Rams. I think the Rams are, again, they went 7-9 and nine last year. And they're going to go 6-8 and eight this year. <laughs> I don't think they're going to be as bad as something like the Lions and the Bears. So, But I think they're they're going to be close to 500 team. So. Um, so my next ones, um, at 24, I have the Panthers at 23, I have the chargers 22. I have the Raiders at 21. I have the Browns. It is, you know, again, we didn't discuss this beforehand. Uh, it is interesting to see these. And I think we're going to discuss this a little further Mm -hmm. off air, uh, and kind of get a a side by side matchup. Right. 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 But with a lot of these picks, we're in the same ballpark. Yeah. I, I think, and again, I think a lot of these teams, other than maybe a team or two that we specifically talk about, um, you can interchange them within sure. like the bottom like 10, 15. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I have uh, after the Dolphins at, or, or after the Lions at 25, mm-hmm. I have the Dolphins at 24. Sure. Then sure. I have the Washington football team carried by Chase Young yeah, on his sure, enormous back. Sure. Uh, after that, I have the Steelers because I don't trust them as much as you do. Wow. Uh, and then I have the Bears at 21. Okay. That's fine. Uh, the Steelers, I have. Much, much higher. higher. I know so. you do. You, you had them as a wild card. <laughs> right. So, I don't have that confidence. So that, that's, 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 that's good. That's interesting. I I'm, think Big Ben is going to come back and not play as well as he did sure. uh, for a year removed from the game. So I'll continue. Mm-hmm. Uh, from there, I have at 20, I have the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Then is uh, our, our first or our second AFC West team. I have the Raiders oh, at sure, 19. Sure. Mm-hmm. Then I have the Titans missing the playoffs at 18. Wow. And the Broncos at 17. Very good. At 20, I have the Broncos. At 19, I have the Cardinals. At 18, I have the Falcons. And at 17, I have the Pats. I'll say this. We have our first giant discrepancy. Oh? And I dis- we discussed this, I think, a little off air about how our divisions don't match up with our uh, picks. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> right That's okay. But I have the cards so much fucking higher. Sure. Yeah. And as I'm seeing it now and as I'm listening to what I said earlier... 
maybe I messed up a little bit. And, yeah, and I think like when it comes to like winning divisions and blah, blah blah, like you did have the Cardinals higher than I did. I like the Cardinals a lot, but I still think this is like floating. No, you in, had the Cardinals higher I, than I did. I did. You, no, you did. Wait. <laughs> no, I did. I had the Cardinals higher, but I still think. In this whole middle area, this is all 500 Interchangeable. teams. Interchangeable. But this, this is all like they're going to float between nine and so, just eight and eight, like seven and like they're all floating in that whole area right Yeah. Now. What would you say mm-hmm. if I didn't have the Cardinals in this middle area and instead I had them in the top 12 somewhere? What That's would you. Very interesting. Like, very interesting. I mean, we'll get there. We'll get there. And I'm pretty sure you could nitpick our predictions versus these power oh, rankings. But please, honestly, honestly, yeah. send us an email. Tear us apart at debatesonfans <laughs> at gmail.com. Please let us know your power rankings or just, just your specific, if your home team or whatever right. is too low on ours, let us know where they should have been. Uh, do we stop at 17 or 16? S- yep. 17. 17. So at 16, I have the Rams. 15 out of the Cowboys, 14 out of the Bucks, and 13 out of the Titans. Because again, I think these teams are going to be, whenever I think of this middle round, late round power rankings, I think of eight, like 500. Yeah. These teams specifically, I think of like a little bit above, above 500. Right. Even though I have the Rams and the Cardinals probably flipped from where I should have them, I think in the grand scheme of things, I like the Cardinals a lot, but truly, I think of Aaron Donald and. Uh, teams like that, and I, I don't like the matchup between like the Cardinals and the Rams. Maybe the Rams are on paper, power rankings wise, maybe from last season are a little bit better than the Cardinals. Very interesting. But okay, sixteen, I have the Browns. Uh huh. Fifteen, I have the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Fourteen, I have the Colts. Thirteen, the Pats. That's fine. I can see that. Again, we're we're still kind of like all floating in that area. Yes, but now. Right here, right here, we're drawing the line in the sand. This is tw- the top 12. Top 12. Here's where we go because here's the playoff teams. But yes, I cannot remember if they, when they it's, expand the playoffs, and there's going to be 14 teams or 12 teams. Well, there's six in each, in each conference, it's so it's 12. Now. I think it's, expanded. is it seven? I think there are two wild card teams now, or three wild card teams. Already? I thought that took place next year. I can't. I- <laughs> it's been a, sure a it's this. been a long day. B, COVID is crazy. Right. This is, but anyway, traditionally, this would be my number 12 team is the Texans. My number 11 team is the Colts. 10 is Steelers. Nine is Vikings. Okay. And see, I had the Colts making the playoffs in my division rankings, and I have them missing it now. So here's some of the discrepancy. Mm -hmm. (sighs) You have the Vikings that high. I had the Vikings at number nine. Wow. Okay. I think that division, again, it's Packers Vikings. <laughs> like, yeah. It's very high in the NFC. Uh, 12, I have the Bucks. I think the Bucks are going to sneak into the playoffs. Wow. 11, I have the Eagles. No surprise. Sure. They, you know, they sure. squeak in. 10, the Packers. Sure. Sure. And at nine, I have the Cowboys. Because okay. I think I'm buying into that hype a little <laughs> okay. bit like every, every other analyst does. Okay. That's very interesting. I, I understand it. I don't. Like it, but you I don't agree with it. I know, I That's get right. it. Uh, at number eight, <laughs> here's here's to me the top eight is really where it's I at. think. Yeah. To me, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's yeah. Next four. Next four. Let's, let's do it. At eight, I have the Bills. Okay. 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 I think they're going to be a division winner, and they're, they're very good. Seven is the Texans for me. Wow. 
Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had them at 12, just so everyone knows. Yep, yep. Uh, you're going to re- want to refresh everybody where this pick is because number six, I have the Cardinals. <laughs> I had the the like, Arizona no, Cardinals. Like closer to 19. Yeah. Even I probably, I probably had, need to flip 16 to 19, which was the Rams and Cardinals, but I had them a, a lot lower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> I have the Ravens. I think Ravens are coming in at five. Okay, I, okay. That sounds good. At number eight, I have the Eagles. Number seven, I have the Packers. Okay. Number six, I have the Bills. So very close to, I think, your mm-hmm. number like that. Number eight. Number five, I have the 49ers. Okay. So that's kind of where I'm coming. I, I do think Eagles are going to win that division. That's why I like them so much. Packers, I think, are going to win that division, but I don't think they're as good as like the other NFC teams like are coming up. Um, Bills, I like a lot in the AFC. Uh, 49ers, um, on paper again, coming off last season, power ranking specifically, I had them very high. But I still think... There's a team coming up that's going to best them in their division. And even though, again, I still kind of think Cardinals and 49ers are kind of yeah. back and forth, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's kind of shaky. So so, so we're getting there. Um, I'll, I'll keep going. Uh, number four, I have the Baltimore Ravens. Number mm-hmm. three, I have the Seattle Seahawks. Okay. Two, Saints. New Orleans Saints. Yep. Number one, the Kansas City Chiefs. We're not far off. Yeah. As soon I had the Ravens higher, I won't lie to you. And then they lost Earl Thomas. And I was like, ah, I think Seahawks getting Jamal Adams bumps them up over the Ravens. Earl Thomas leaving the Ravens bumps them down a little bit. And of course, the Saints going basically all in to, to win, yeah. I think, this year bumps them up to number two for me. I have three NFC teams and one AFC team. I think that's that that's a big clue into how how i think the competitive between the afc and the nfc is yeah yeah i have the 49ers at four Mm -hmm. i don't think they're making the championship again yeah then i have the saints at three wow the seahawks at two the chiefs at one so it matches uh, i mean both remind me again where where are your ravens ravens are five five okay so right outside that that's fine so our both of our super bowl matchups line up exactly with with what we predicted here uh and again we are just two white men from the Midwest <laughs> that are doing our best <laughs> to entertain you while picking up uh, football games and rankings and right. players. And and again, I think the main thing to clue on this, like power rankings, I have never made a power rankings before until Brian and I sat down to make this. And then like over the past two or three weeks, it's been constantly changing. changing yeah. And I truly think like outside of like, one, two, three, like within like the first like top five or so, like it just like it totally depends. Like there's so much just craziness in the NFL. Like last season, I would have said I think my prediction for the Super Bowl last season was Bears and Chiefs. That was a lot of people's, and yeah. the Bears just just shit fucking bed. shit the bed. Yeah. Um, and we're we're very bad. Um, and again, I think the Eagles last year were going to be very good, and then bad injury luck brought them down closer to nine and seven barely making the playoffs and then losing after um, Carson Wentz had a concussion. And then uh, Matt, what was that guy's name? Josh McCown. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think tore his it. hamstring off the bone and still played. So yeah. a lot of baller, terrible injury luck with the Eagles, but I would say go back. Our, our main thing is predictions, things like that. That's what I think the main bulk of like what we're getting at is this. We know best, baby. We do. And and Lockett 
Saints, Chiefs, Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. That's what's, what's going to happen. No, no. Seahawks, oh, Chiefs. You said Chiefs Seahawks. I say, I say Saints, but that's fine. They that's both okay. have our AFC that's take okay. in. Um, but, but power rankings are tough. Like, it, I, I would. Yeah, go do it. Really, like, go do it. Go, go start making it. And you're like, Chiefs, Saints. Yeah. <laughs> then you like immediately go like, oh shit! You get your even bottom like two and your even top like thirty two, like even like you're you like yours, Jags, yeah. like maybe Washington. Well, you know, like you I get, had them from the you start. get kind of nuts, but but again, but but I I think truly like if you look at predictions, if you take anything from this podcast, like no, Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. Again. Yeah, for sure, and also take that no analyst knows no. what the fuck they're talking no. about. So. They they look at. So many people, so many mocks I have looked at or power rankings I've looked at have the Bucks really high. And again, like we've talked about, I think the Bucks are going to be a good team, but you factor in like new environment, new players, like it's not going to coalesce as well as you think it's going to coalesce. I think we both have them in the top 15. We do. But that's only the top half exactly. of the league. And so. that does not win championships, no. especially in this day and age. Like you, Mahomes. you go back through the past like five, six years, look at the best teams in the league and it's like Seahawks, Patriots, <laughs> Um, uh, Eagles that one year and then Chiefs basically. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So go back and look back at all that shit and and it's crazy because like you can look at power rankings and mock drafts and things like that and I think ultimately come down to like you can say oh matchup or matchup like this has a better defense this has better that like blah blah. Again, Steelers had the best defense in the league last year. And just didn't have a quarterback, and look, they went eight and eight, and that's what happened to them. Chiefs had Patrick Mahomes, arguably, easily, in my opinion, the best quarterback in the league. Our opinion, our opinion, the best quarterback in the league, and they won the Super Bowl with a a fine defense. I no one would say that defense was truly otherworldly, but it was the last five weeks they were the best. They were very good, but. But again, even through that, we've talked about many times that Texans game was a lot of bad luck that brought them down three scores, basically three to four scores, and they still won that game. Let's go watch it right now. Let's go watch it right now. Um, So, so if you can take anything from that, just know that that's where we're at. Um, I think the big news that we just decided on between our break is that every week we're going to try to do our best to come out with a breakdown episode, a weekly breakdown episode um, to lead you into the next week. And as well as maybe even predictions of like the next week and stuff yeah, like that. Who knows? So, <laughs> come get weird with us. Uh, those, we love. those will those will release on Wednesdays. Uh, so we come out before the Thursday starting of the week that right. the NFL insists uh, is the new but start. Started yeah, doing. Yeah. Uh, but besides that, I mean, I don't I don't know what else. Is there anything else? You know, Mondays every other Monday we have debates on tap. Right. Uh, every Friday we have and another thing. I think, um, yeah. I mean, those are our flagships. Just where can you find us, I guess? You can find us on SoundCloud, on Spotify, on iTunes, on Google Play. Literally anything that podcasts are on, we're on it. Some things we don't know and we can't tell you because we don't know we're, them. We're surprised. Yeah, it is. Uh, we're very surprised at all the things we're on. But uh, whatever you're listening to us on, subscribe. Uh, you know, and if you are an NFL fan, you're here just to hear the NFL, go check out those shows because maybe we'll make you laugh once or twice and then you'll stick around for the other ones. Let's hope so. Get to know us. Right. Get to know Brian and Brian Dunn. Yeah. Get to know the people behind the podcast. Yeah. We're not just here. We're not just dancing monkeys. Nope. We're here. We're people. We have feelings. That's right. Uh, it's hard to access those feelings sometimes, but here we are doing our best. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. So we'll see you uh, in a week, I think. A week and a half. 
I think so. Enjoy the kickoff. Bye.